This is Chris Arye Quest. Welcome to the first ever Geek Salad Podcast. Want to thank everybody for listening. Myself and my boy G. G, say hi to the people. What up, what up, family? What up, everybody in the Geek Nation? Welcome to the very first episode of Geek Salad. And by the way, we are going to dedicate this first episode to the victims and the families in the Virginia Beach shooting, which took place back on May 31st of this year. So once once more, our hearts and prayers goes out to everybody involved that was taken away shortly from this, uh, you know, you know, uh, senseless violence, man. So, you know, got to give it up, man. Right. Home now. Yeah, no doubt. No. Um, so this is a little bit about the podcast. We're actually going to give our honest opinions on movies, on TV shows, on music. And on top of giving reviews, we're also going to talk about just any and every subject that has to do with with us. Anything that's on our minds at the time, basically. Right, G? That's right, man. You know, I mean, you know, we're going to we're going to give our own take of everything, you know, geek culture, because, you know, apparently it wasn't but so long ago that anything that was considered to comic superheroes tech was was deemed weird or too nerdy. But right. look at it now. Now it's the main driving force in all things media and, and entertainment now. So you know, you're gonna get two cool brothers view. <laughs> <laughs> like how you said that man, you sound like somebody straight from the seventies, man. Two cool cats, you know what I'm saying? About to tell y'all where's that, you know what I mean? Like all of that. Yo, speaking of seventies, look, did you get to see Shaft yet? Not yet, man. Uh I heard a couple of things about it, but you you saw it, so lay it on me, man. Yeah. Man, listen, Samuel L. Jackson. When I tell you, like, okay, so Samuel L. Jackson is like perfect for two roles, in my opinion. Two roles that he's played. I think he's been good in a lot of different things, but he's been perfect in two roles that he's played. Nick Fury. Right. He was pretty much born to play Nick Fury, and he is great as Shaft. And I really think this. I think he's just kind of playing himself, man. Have you ever seen a Sam Jack interview? Sam Jacks is like the coolest like <laughs> dude like on earth. He's like that one cool uncle you got. You know what I'm saying? So I went to go see Shaft like uh last weekend. Like didn't really have many any expectation for it. I thought it was gonna be pretty good. Um, you know, as far as the movie itself, it's pretty much what you expect as far as the plot. And and all of that. What to me the the most redeeming part of the movie and the best part of the movie was the comedy, man. Like there is no shortage of comedy in the movie Shaft. Man. No yeah. shortage of it. All right. So let me ask you this because um I barely remember right the the first yeah. Shaft remake was Samuel in it. You know what I mean? Is it two thousand? Word, damn. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, uh, me just like you know, glancing briefly, I like you know reviews. Pretty much, it was like a a, a dud. You know what I'm saying? But is is this movie like like one of those cult classics soon to be, or you know, is it a legit good movie? You know what I mean? I would say it's definitely a movie that's worth going to see, especially you're talking about a time where maybe you're just waiting for like a big blockbuster movie like Spider-Man, which we're going to touch on a little oh, bit yeah. later in the show, got to, got you're waiting for something to come out right. you know, that you've been waiting for. 
Shaft was a delightful surprise. Like, I mean, the comedy is just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's something that you can watch over and over. If you have like a movie that you like to watch, something that's funny while you're at your crib, I call it a movie, a meal movie, a movies that you watch when you're having a meal. Something you know you can just put on, uh-huh. and you're just making a meal at the crib uh-huh. that's going to entertain you for 30, 45 minutes. You don't even have to watch the whole thing, but. For the time that you're eating, it's like perfect for what Shaft is like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like legit hilarious, everything that they put in it. And um another unique part about it, usually when they, they make they reboot a franchise and get another actor, but this is the one of the first times I've seen them use the same actor, but it's right. like a reboot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like this one, to my knowledge, has nothing to do with the one that came out in 2000. A word. You okay. Know? Which, yeah, which is, you know, different, but, you know, whatever. It, it's worth seeing, though. Okay. Okay. So, you know, all right. So, boom. So, is, is, is this one of the movies where you got to be in the theater for the experience, or could you just possibly wait to get it on a good old fire stick? <laughs> the good old fire stick. Ah! Listen, either way, you won't be disappointed, man. Okay. Either way, you won't. Right. Be. Yo, side note, side note, too, man. A brother is like still out of breath, but because before the pod actually started, like I'm shooting or recording this in my crib, and I need to change the batteries in my smoke detectors, right? So <laughs> I don't happen to have any batteries. I was lazy. I didn't feel like going to the store. So I actually right. unhooked all of the smoke detectors in the Yo. house because it was doing that stupid beeping noise. <laughs> and like, Man. yo, this thing that tripped me out, like, I guess they're designed really good because I took them down and I took the old battery out just in case, I don't know, there was a little juice left in the battery. Yeah. So, you know, so the sound would stop. Fam, they're still going off. Like, I had to take them all, like, in a pile and put them all right. the way in the other side of my house in the kitchen. I put, like, three pillows on top of it to muffle the sound out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to run around like a, a jerk for the past 45 minutes trying to get, trying to make my house unsafer for you guys. So you don't got to hear that beeping noise in the pot. Hey, man. Whatever you, you can do for the, that's right, people. Hey, make this <laughs> man. For making sure that y'all don't hear anything in the background too aggravating. We try to make the best podcast for y'all. Exactly, man. I hope they appreciate it. Uh, oh, so speaking of movies, I know you got to see Spider-Man early. Forget you for seeing yes, that. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Yo, this dude, a, l- a little a little bad story about us. So we're actually not in the same location. I'm in, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. My boy G is actually in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. We're coming to you through the magic of the internet. Um, he gets to see all these movies like sometimes weeks before they come out, and I'm like mad jealous because they don't really have it out here. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a uh, thanks to the city of Charlotte. You know, I got to big up Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> we, we do get some some screeners early. I just be you know lucky and fast enough to respond to them emails. But yes, people, uh, I was lucky enough and by the way shout out to sony uh to watch spider-man last wednesday night i want to say maybe thursday right so i don't want to give away any spoilers but i would say of course of course can do it can do it so does it hold up to spider-man homecoming i would say yes it does um to me in my opinion 
the first half of the movie was, eh, you know, it was, it was cool, kind of, kind of cutesy, you know, really a, a teenager type of feel, right? But the halfway point of the movie where the twist happens and a lot of us fans of, you know, Spider-Man may see it coming, but once, once you see it from there, it picks up so much. The action, the storyline gets better and better and better. And honestly, the, the, the last couple, well, I would say about the last 20 minutes of the movie, it's really reminiscent of if anybody has played a, a Spider-Man for the PS4, you know what I'm saying? Like, it gives you that feel. And when you see it, y'all will know. But also, I got to implore every single body, stay for the end credits. If you're even a casual fan of Spider-Man and don't really, you know, follow like all of the ins and outs of the of the MCU, you know what I mean? Still stay just because there's some big, big things that you won't see coming. I guarantee I've seen him with my boy and his his jaw just fell to the floor from the time the, <laughs> you know, uh, rolled out until we got home. You know what I'm saying? So, yo. Everybody, I will say this. It's a fun movie. It's still got heart. That's the biggest thing about, you know, Spider-Man's moves. And, and yo, I'm telling you, uh, th- th- this this might be one of the biggest. Oh, no, nah, let me let, let me scale back. This is going to yeah, be okay. a, good, All right, man. This All right. a good, solid summer flick. I'll say that much. And. I can't wait for the movie to come out so we can really get into the spoilers and then, you know, we can like kind of kind of see what what this is set up for the next phases of the MCU. Got it. Yo, my guy, um, I say my guy, like we've talked in person before. We definitely have it. The dude, uh, (laughs) Comics Explain, Rob, on YouTube. Great channel. If you haven't checked out Rob's channel on um on YouTube, it's called Comics Explained, and pretty much what he does, he just breaks down like comic book and comic book events. So you don't even have to read the comic book; you kind of can get his take on it. It's, it's actually a really dope channel. I've been following him for a couple of years now, yeah, but he too. actually recently he got to interview the cast of Spider Man, which is pretty I dope. And he, yeah, 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 and he had like a little review, a, a spoiler free review of the movie, which is also pretty good. And he, yo, he pretty much echoed what you were saying, man. He was like, yo. The ending of it really sets up the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So definitely, like you said, stay for the stay for the end credits. So, I'm telling you, man, like it's it's a uh, I I can't say anymore without giving anything away, but I'll just simply say that it's the way it was done. It was beautiful, and you do not see it coming because you know the. The one thing about these superhero movies is that they they always follow, follow like some type of a trope, you know what I mean? Like uh, sometimes you know in the sequel, you know the bad guy finds some type of redemption before he dies, right? It's like no 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 villain except for like maybe two in a whole MCU has like ever just got away being locked up. Yeah. They always die, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. the ending of this one, yo. Everybody, I'm telling y'all, man, y'all are going to be surprised and, and, and feel free to hit us up. We're going to give y'all our, um, you know, social handles later on. 
But yeah, man, we we, we gotta we, we got to rap about it once it comes out. Cause I, I want everybody just to hit us back up and, and let us know how to how to feel about the ending of this movie. That okay, cool. Now to, to switch gears a little bit on a movie that we're really excited about to a movie that we're really feeling the exact opposite about uh-huh. X-Men Dark Phoenix. <sighs> Yo, let me tell y'all, listen. We've been <laughs> we've been playing in this podcast for a couple of weeks now, and like at three different occasions, it would be like, all right, I say I'm gonna go see it, or right. GSA here goes in. And mm-hmm. like every time we would come back and have like a little meeting about the podcast, I was like, yo, did you see it? He was like, nah. He was like, did you see it? I was like, nah, like no desire to see this movie, man. Unless Zero. That's unheard of for me. Like, I, I can't. It, I mean, even though we're talking about Fox, and I want to say this is the last like superhero movie from Fox, at least the last X Men movie, because yeah. um Disney bought the rights that. Gobble them up. But it's like, fam, like, oh my god, like when the reviews came out, and normally I don't like listen to or look really look that deep into reviews. If it's a movie I want to go see, I'm gonna just go see it. But when the reviews came out and I saw a couple of reviews from critics who I really trust their opinion and some of the things they were saying about it, I mean, it really kind of deflated how I felt about the movie. And really, I really wasn't looking forward to it at all. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, all right. So, people, I love X-Men. Just to kind of give you a little back thing with me, I'm a a long-time comic book fan. Uh, X-Men was one of the comics that I read religiously. Matter of fact, for those of y'all know, back in the 90s, when... Classic. Yo, I'm surprised nobody in hip-hop has, like, a, you know, sampled that beat and made it into something. You know what I mean? Exactly. I remember... I remember, yo, I'll never forget Fox Kids, man. Like, yo, it used to be yo. serious, fam. I used to be in a Fox Kids club man. when I was like 10. I used to get the little magazines, a Fox Kids yo. club magazine that would come out quarterly. I used to get that. I used to be psyched. I used to have like the tick in it and the X Men. I'll never forget X Men used to come on at 11 o'clock Saturday right. morning. And this was for all you youngsters out there who just so super spoiled because y'all can watch cartoons at 4 o'clock in the morning if you want to. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. Um, look, back in the day, the only time you got your real cartoon fix was on Saturday morning. So we're talking about early 90s, man, and like it'll be Saturday morning and you'll wake up all dumb early because back then <laughs> having to wait a couple hours for your show was like forever. So you watch like these whack yep. cartoons and you really like for real. It's like, God dang, is it 11 o'clock yet? So I can see X-Men and, uh, and what happened at 1059. Your mama want to bang on your door top, so let's clean up the house. Like, no! They got the garbage. Mama, no! Okay? <laughs> no! It's X-Men. Okay? I got to see what's going to happen to Morph. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Like, did the system really kill him, or is he back? Like, what's going on, man? Like, I want to see Wolverine break his claws out, even though it's a kid show, so you can't really use them. All he would do is chop guns in half. That was about it. Yo, yo I'm going to tell you what's funny, right? And, and you know, we're going to get back on track. But um, yeah. I was watching uh, uh, Screen Junkies, right? And they had a, a you know, like a little X Men uh, update. But they were talking to the original writers, I believe, or producers of um the show. And um, you know, back then they couldn't 
have the characters hit one another with fists or feet, right? So oh, for real? <laughs> it all had to be powers. But there was yeah. one episode where where Wolverine gut checked Cyclops. You know what I mean? And they, I never remember they, that. Yo, they fought so hard to to have that, you know, in the show. But if you look back at the show now, there is not one scene where you see the heroes and the villains physically fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's through, you know, Hyrule's fire or Cyclops' beam or Jubilee's fireworks. You know what I'm saying? Wolverine never really cuts nobody. He just, you know, cuts off arms from, like, robots or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yo. The most useless power on that TV show. Like, yo, fireworks, six, six knives, but you can't cut nobody. <laughs> nobody. He can crawl. Man. He can crawl with it. He could cut down guns, but that's it, bub. You know what I mean? So that's that's all he can do. But but anyways, right? So the reason why I haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet, simply, X Men has already gave it a shot back in the early two thousands. Right? Matter of fact, it's the same writer that did like you know, uh, uh, Simon Kimber, uh, Last Stand was was involved with with this one. And basically, okay. X Men it's like all right, Fox. X Men has more stories than just talking about Jean losing herself to the Phoenix. For one, in X Men Apocalypse, the Phoenix was already in, inside of her because you know that's how she killed Apocalypse, right? So right. in this one, it seems as if that the the Phoenix is now in her from out of space, whatever. Oh my eye. So, <laughs> I know what's and then, and then too, and, and then too, remember at the end of X Men Apocalypse, everybody was rocking their own gear, you know what I'm saying? You know, kind of similar to like the, the actual 90 comics, right? But in this one, it still feel like everybody's wearing like a damn uniform again. But either way, man, I'm tired of the X Men retrending. The same storyline from almost 10 years ago. It's like, yo, y'all yeah, got man. a dope cast of actors that has given new life into these characters. And there was way more stories besides Gene in the X-Men history. Y'all got to talk about any other thing. Y'all could have included the brood, you know, which is kind of like the uh, the uh, aliens, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to talk more about the Sentinels, you know what I'm saying? Master mode, you know what I'm Everything, saying? Oh, yo. Mojo World, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, this dog, nigga, man. This nigga put out a Mojo reference. That's what I'm talking. Hey, look, talk, talk, talk your talk, G. You know what I mean? Tell him why you're mad, son. I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad, son. But I mean, all right. So that's 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 why I don't want to see it. But of course, because I'm a fan, I'm going to see it. I'm just I'm I'm just not going to give him my money just yet. But yeah, that's that's fire stick all the way, bro. Right, you know what I'm saying, but you know, I want to be fair because I am a a a a fan of a film. You know, I do want to give you know my my couple matinee dollars to the company. But now that this is ended, you know what I mean. How do you feel the the franchise is going to look now that MCU is like the is is going to be the uh, creative force behind X Men now? I think now that it's coming to actual Marvel Studios and Disney, I expect them to do what they've always done with their movies, and that's just let's make quality movies. 
You know, it starts out with it being well written and then obviously well acted, well directed. Uh, no movie is perfect, but I mean, wow. I mean, can you think of after seeing Infinity War and then after seeing Endgame, it's like they just keep upping themselves, you know? Right. So it's to the point where I have to temper my expectations going into a Marvel movie and realize, okay, well, maybe this ain't going to be, you know, Infinity War. Maybe it's not going to be Endgame, but it can still be enjoyable. And that's something that it just hasn't come from the X-Men franchise in recent years with Fox. It just, I mean, what is it? Was it Fox or Sony? It was uh, Sony Fox? Fox. Fox. Fox, okay. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it, it hasn't been there. The only, really, the, the highlights were Logan. Logan was really good. I mean, Logan, I still put Logan. That's in my, that's in my top five superhero movies ever. Logan. Oh, really? It's, it's okay. Yes. Gotcha. Easy okay. top five. Um, and then, what was the name of the, when they, I think it was First Class, was it called? Yeah, that was good, was too. First, that was, first that Class was, like, was really yeah. good. Yeah, you man. know, but outside of those two, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's been pretty lackluster, man. <clears throat> and then but, um, I'm gonna say, this is the one thing, right? I'm afraid of from from this because you know, X Men, a big part of it is about prejudice, right? How right. you're living in a world where you get all of these superheroes that got these 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 superpowers, right? Either from out of space, from chemicals you know, spider bite, whatever, right? But right. in this universe, people are like, nah, you can't be born with power. Not like, you know, walking atomic bombs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how is Disney going to tackle that? And, you know, because that's the biggest part of, of the X-Men is that they're, they're fighting to show the homo sapiens, as Magneto will always say, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to show that they can coincide with with humanity, but humanity is like, nah, we can't trust y'all because when y'all, you know, turn into teens, whatever, y'all may kill people by accident, and y'all need to be in jail. You know what I'm saying? So, I wonder if Disney is gonna like 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 water that down. You know, but I got I I faith in in Kevin Feige. And, and how he could like turn around this franchise for the better. Yeah, I think they're gonna do right by it. I think one thing that they could do is unlike the comic books and unlike you know the X Men movies that were coming from Fox Studios, when you bring it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, maybe don't have a hundred or a thousand mutants. You know, I think that might be a lot for humanity to accept in the context of the story of the movie uh-huh. but if you say come with like a handful of them you know what i'm saying and i don't know maybe you know what real talk you could have it because you know okay so you had an end game you had captain america go back to all those previous times and drop off the individual stones from the affinity gauntlet right right so he didn't do it perfectly. There's going to be some type of repercussions. Uh, good point. Maybe you can tie that into how mutants became. Maybe they there's one reality, which is the regular cinematic universe of Marvel, or that's one Earth reality. You might have another reality where mutants have always existed, and maybe these realities are coming together. Like who knows? Like it, it's ways to get it done. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It makes okay. sense. But um, 
Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they're going to do it. Do, have they picked the actor for Wolverine yet? No, nah, I mean, so far, you know, now that Fox is uh, pretty much done with uh, uh, X-Men, we probably won't see, like, no new casting, Um, maybe for, like, another year or two. You know what I mean? Because, okay. you know, right now, Marvel is still trying to, you know, like, like wrap up their stories first. Like, um, you know, Spider-Man is coming out. Uh, then, you know, Phase 4. We're looking at the new um, Black Widow movie, which, which is going to be a, a, a prequel, apparently, for those that don't know. Um, it, Joe. Yo, yo, my lady. And uh, of course, you know, they're working on the Eternals, which, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later on as more information comes up, because that's a, a different set of comic book characters that is, is different. And we need some more time to, like, really, you know, like, dig into that. But of course, you know, we still haven't heard heard of uh, a new Doctor Strange movie. We haven't heard of Ant-Man 3. Um, you know, apparently, you know, Disney Plus is going to have the whole Bucky and uh, Falcon shows and, you know, Loki show is coming out too. You know, Vision and uh, Scarlet, I mean, uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch. So, you know, there's, there's a lot coming out from Marvel before they, you know, tackle X-Men again. Or, right. or tackle X-Men for the first time. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> that. All right, so let's, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Right. Let's, let's switch over to some of the music that mm-hmm. we might be feeling right now. So a couple out. of joints. And, and, yo, shout out to you for sending, sending me this music. Because, like, I need new music, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't always got time to search for it. You sent me the Gorilla Glue joint, and I know that's Joel Ortiz, and who else is it? Fred the Godson and um, Heatmaker. Fred the Godson. Yeah. Heatmakers, yeah. So, so give me your thoughts. What are your thoughts? All right, man. All right, all right. So for, <laughs> for, 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 for fans of, you know, grimy hip-hop, you know, uh, you know, I might rob you when I see you on my block. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like still wearing baggy jeans and, and dirty Timberlands rap. Me, no doubt. Dog, it's, it's like, yo, them, I mean, for one, Fred the Godson, you know, those those I don't know from, from NY, dope rapper. Joel Ortiz really is one of my favorite rappers, period. You know what I'm saying? And then you, know, mm, you get a, okay. a heat maker, you know, arsonist. You know, of course, for those that know anything about, about rap, uh, you know, two thousands. You know, the the main force behind the the Dipset sound. You know, Cam, Jimmy, Jewels, everybody else in between. You know what I'm saying? So this 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 simply, man, like this this album is so hard. It's hard, like you know, raw raw coat that hasn't been stepped on yet. You know what I'm saying? Raw coat. With the drugs metaphor on this joint, that's the that's the that's the mood of the album. But I mean, overall, though, man, you know, it's 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 just good beats, good rhymes, you know, something that you can work out to to get you amped up. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a dope album. But I know I I gave you and you haven't heard so 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 much yet. But whenever you get a chance, man, you got to play it through. Listen, okay, so I've heard, I would say I've heard like the first six songs on it, right? And I, I agree with you. I think it's something you can you can work out to. 
G. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I lost you. Oh, no, yeah, it, it's something. It's something I will work out too. But to me, man, it, it's not riding music, man. Like, I can't. I can't, It's not something I'm gonna put on in the car and just be bumping it in the car. Like I'm, I'm just not. No, it's not <laughs> musical musical enough for me, man. Like okay. you know, you know, this is the fun. It's the funny thing. Like, did you get to hear Joel Ortiz? Uh, the song he actually just dropped the song with Big Crit. Did you get to hear it? No, man, heard about it, but not yet. Yeah, like I don't like it. I don't like. It. I like the subject matter. The subject okay. matter is dope. The subject is him talking about him being a father, and now that he's a little bit older, and his his sons are like teenagers now. Uh, like he was away a lot, you know, making money, doing shows, doing this and that. So the song is more or less an apology to his kids for not being there. And I think as a concept, that's dope. Right. But I just don't, I don't like, to me, Joel Ortiz, even though he can rap, I mean, like he can rap, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I just need more. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I need somebody that's more musical. I think, you know what? You know who I think is a good example of, like, I think, Jay Z is obviously Jay can rap, but hands down. Jay is so, you say what hands down that's right definitely Jay is so good at knowing what he does well and then so good at working with other people mm-hmm. to like fill in the places where he doesn't go like Jay Jay is never gonna be that that rapper that's gonna. Like you said, uh, like in the, in the blueprint, I mean not blueprint. The black guy was like, "I'm not animated." Like say a Busta Rhymes, like he's not animated. If you see Jay at concert, you see that's just Jay. Jay is cool, laid back. I'm a flow. I'm a sway a little bit. I'm not dancing. I'm not jumping up and down. Just get these words. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what he'll do, he'll work with the young Kanye West. He'll work with the young Pharrell. He'll work with like uh, Just Blaze. People who can like add like another element to the song, and I think that's something that he's really underrated at doing. Mm. It's making staying in his lane, but also letting other people elevate his songs by letting them do their thing in his song. Like he's great at doing that, and I don't think Joel Ortiz does that. Right. So like I can't. I don't. I, I feel. You know how I feel about Joel Ortiz. I feel the way I feel about battle rap. Like battle rap is legit. Like you can't just get in a in a battle rap and you don't practice and you not you don't got talent. You would get destroyed. Of course, you know what I'm saying. You might you might just die. Like just have a heart attack from how many bars got dumped upon your head. But I like music though. You know what I'm saying. So like battle rap don't really do it for me. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, it is I, don't. I think that's a perfect segue because you know musically. I see where I see where you're going. So, of course, Tyler the Creator dropped his Igor album. What about two, right. maybe three weeks ago? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hands down, right. I think that 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 might be one of the best albums. Not just hip hop, not just you know for rap. I'm talking about albums. Period. What do you think about that? Wait, you gotta qualify that. You talking about ever? Not ever, but just, or just, just for the year. This year, so far. Oh God, yes, fam. When I say I listened to that album, okay, so the album dropped. I want to say about a month ago, right? Okay. When it first okay. dropped, I literally listened to it like every day for like a month, like every day. And now I still listen to it at least a couple of times a week. Right. 
it's just it's so crazy. Oh, shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross. Did you get to see the video? Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. for Earthquake. Yeah. Yo, I love Tracy. Yo, Tracy Ellis Ross is a a blurred treasure. You don't know what a blurred is, y'all. Blurred is just a black nerd. She is like a treasure to the blurred community, and like I've been in love with her since girlfriends. Um, okay, and she's in, she's in the she's in the video. Yeah, with Tyler Creators. No, but. Talking about the album, the album is called Igor. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's a work of art, bro. Like it's sonically, it's a work of art because yeah. it's yeah, it's kind of like punky, punkish. Like you, you get that that rock, that eighties rock vibe on certain songs, but then it'll be like he'll layer some like hard hitting like nineties boom bat like drums over it, and then he might throw a soul reference or a soul sample over top of that. So you're talking about soul, rock and roll, um, and also boom bap right. in like one song. And like it it is seamless the way he goes from like singing like in a weird way, mm-hmm. but it works. So just like spitting, spitting, like bars spitting. And I'm like, yo, this is like really creative. Let me Tyler the creator, right? There you go. So listening to the album, you can definitely hear the Kanye um Influence on it definitely can hear the Pharrell and the nerd influence of it. Heavily influenced by that, but it's no, it's just a fun album. Earthquake is like my favorite song of the year so far. Like, probably if it ain't my favorite, I'm probably think like forgetting a few songs that I like uh, that I just heard this year. But it's definitely my top five. It's up, it's up there, man. It's Uh, up there. I mean, I mean, pretty much, man. Like you, you know we're on the same plane as far as like how we feel about this album to 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 mm-hmm. me you know it to me it's 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 really reminiscent of like uh you know what the neptunes and pharrell has done like honestly i would say it's probably you know <coughs> a, a good non-nerd album you know what i'm saying like okay. like like yeah. you know the well NERD albums are cool, you know what I'm saying? But this one kind of feels like an NERD album, but damn, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I always felt, and I'm a, I'm a, more than a nerd fan I'm, or NERD or whatever, I'm more of a Pharrell fan. I've always been a Pharrell fan. Right. But I, I've always felt like his solo projects or even his projects with nerd. I always felt like they were good, but it, it was just something that it was missing. Like, I always liked when Pharrell would, like, team up with a Jay-Z or team up with another artist and, like, either rap on it or sing on it. Right. But then you had the other rapper still in the song. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it just works. Like, the whole synergy works. Mm-hmm. I always felt like when it was just him, sometimes it would kind of, like, be like, yo, this is dope, but, like, I feel like something is missing. I think Tyler... In this Igor album, like I think he took that same feeling, and whatever was missing, I feel like he kind of he fulfilled that, you know. And it it's just a dope album to me. If you haven't heard again, it's called Igor, a talented creator. Yo, definitely check that out. I really became like I've always known about Tyler, but I really became a fan of his last year. Have you ever seen the um the Tiny Desk concert series? Yeah. I love Tiny Desk. Tiny Desk, for y'all who haven't seen that, it's, it's on YouTube. 
um, NPR puts it on, and basically it's where an artist goes to like it's almost like a, a library. I think it's like a library yeah, or something. Yeah, small. And they pretty much yeah, it's a very small venue. It's probably like thirty or forty fans there, and the artists they they put on a show for like fifteen or twenty minutes, and it's really dope to be able to hear some of your favorite artists like in live settings, you know. And I heard him. And that's really where I saw the talent, man. Like obviously, like he can he can rap a little bit. He can't sing, but he knows enough about music to sing and not sound horrible. But you know, on top of that, like he's just good at coming up with stuff off the off the cuff, which is pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, you know, from his from his young days from from goblin to now, it's like you can see the growth musically and right. and lyrically. I mean, he was he was always dope lyrically, but it's just that, like, in the beginning, I wasn't a big fan of all of the shock rap that he was doing. You know what I mean? But right. I knew something yeah. I knew something was there ever since I heard him on, on Yonkers. You know what I mean? And then right. his last album, Flower Boy, like, like that's when I'm like, all right, he has a lot more to say. And that's when I, I became even more of a fan. So this Igor album, for me, just took it over the top. Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to give, you know, an artist an opportunity to grow into who they're going to be. Because when he when he first got on, got on. I mean, he was young, young. He yeah. Was Nineteen. Crazy. Young. Like, you know. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, Big Crit. His album is going to be dropping. I want to say it's July the twelfth. Definitely going to check that out. He just dropped the song. The song with Joel Ortiz yesterday. Right. And I think last week he dropped the song with Lil Wayne. The song with Lil Wayne, I think it's called Addicted or Addicted yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. All right. It was all right. Big, Big all right. Red is, you know, one of my favorites too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I got to take him in doses. But, yeah, I want to okay. I wanna hear his album that he's about to drop. But, you know, he, he, he really hasn't dropped a whack album. You know, mm-hmm. you know some may be... I, you know what I mean, but others, you know, I was like, okay, they 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 bang, um, but yeah, that's coming out, and, and also, uh, just you know, yesterday, uh, a lot of a lot of new music has dropped, man, you know, but we'll probably like talk about it later on, but um, Freddie Gibbs with Mad Lib, I'm playing that now. That one is called uh, uh, Pinata, no, 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 it's called Bandana. Of course, Chris Brown dropped Indigo. I'm I'm still going. Did you hear that? Yo, I'm sorry, man. Like Chris Brown is doing his thing on on his album, dog. No lie, man. Okay, I'm about to check that out. Yep, and um, of course, you know, uh, um, R&B dude Daniel Caesar dropped his album too. You know what I'm saying? Yo, side so, note, side note, yo, Daniel Caesar almost got canceled, bro. Like he. What? He was coming off with some. St- Did you hear what this dude said a couple months ago? <laughs> like uh, he was defending that chick. Uh, uh, yes, Jules, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Yo, black," because like, okay, so basically the chick came out. It was, it's a white girl, and she had some comments on basically black people stuff, which is kind of like. A no-no. I mean, you can do it, but you got to kind of be respectful and understand that if you're not part of the culture, like, you probably should, you know, handle that with, with kid gloves. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, like, you know, step carefully. 
So she was speaking her mind, and of course, you know, black Twitter roasted her as they should have. And like Daniel Caesar came to her defense and pretty much was like, kind of like, yo, black people is just, you know, we should take notes from white people because, you know, look who's at the top. White people's at the top. We instead of, you know, saying this and that, we should try to do what they do. Some messy was saying, look, he apologized for like a couple of days later. He said he was drunk. I mean, that's no <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yo, like, you know, it's like, and I was wondering, man, I was like, yo. He's like from Canada too, so like I don't know if he just you know if he just ain't used to like because I'm sure it's some racism you know in Canada too, but American like but racism is as American as apple pie is right like for real right you know I what mean, I'm saying it's it's different out here they grow up different out here right uh, so, American racism is like deep seated you know uh, generational right you know, racism is yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he was like, um, and it, it kind of caught me by surprise because that you know that um, what was that? This this song he got? Never thought I would get you or whatever. Like I I was rocking to that drink a couple years. Uh-huh. I was like, this is a dope R and B song. You don't even really hear R and B like this no more. R and B and soul like this. But then he had that joint with her best part. Oh, classic. I think it was her. Was it? Is yeah. it her? It was her. Yeah, yeah, her best part. And I was like, yo, this is you know, this dude is really dope. I'm about to like you know. Like get his album when it come out. This is dope. Then he gonna come out of his mouth with this. I'm like, my nigga, you are doing soul and R and B music, a music created by our people, and you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we supporting you, and you coming out your mouth sideways. Like, that's the dumb stuff, man. I don't no, understand man. it. Yo, he's he's yo, he's a a young boy. Well, he is young. Living that's a young boy like that, but he's a young guy. Yeah, I mean, he's a young man. Yeah, I know what you mean. He like 20, 23, 24, 25, maybe. You know what I mean? Last album, Friday in, is a dope, dope R&B album. This one, I'm, I need some more time to, like, listen all the way through. You know what I mean? But, um, okay. you know, you know, for everybody out there, you know, listening, you know, we're going to have some more, uh, you know, in-depth analysis on our music, Definitely. you know, Next podcast next week, but you know this this this. If anything, I would say for those fans of hip hop, you know, if you want something hard, head knobbing, you know what I'm saying. Peep out the Freddie Gibbs. Peep out. Uh, oh, we can't forget, man. Jim Jones Capel that came out about two weeks ago, maybe three. Capel you know is hard, saying? bro. Yo, yo, Capel is hard. When I say yo, I'll be blasting that joint in a gym all the time. Uh, That's perfect. Perfect gym music. Perfect. For anybody me back to what's up? Oh, go ahead. No, but for for anybody that is uh missing like that dipset sound and yo, fair enough, man. Jim Jones right now, damn. For when he first started rapping on his own solo, from from balling to now, his 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 words. His cadence, his bars, his bars, period, man, has like stepped up so much. Yo, I'm proud of Jimmy, man. I, I'm proud of him for still waving that 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 dipset flag. The diplomat's flag. <laughs> Yo. Yo, fam, you know what, though? The cool, that's the cool part about rap is you can start out in one place and quote unquote, when you're in your prime and, you know, people can write you off. 
But if you're dedicated to your craft, unlike, you know, the NBA or the NFL, when, you know, by the time you're in your early 30s, you're considered an old man in the league, you know, because your body is going to break down. Your mind never breaks down like that. So if you got dedication, you can start out at one level rapping. And, like, if you stay dedicated to it, you can, like, like Jim Jones did. He's, his bars now are way light years Man. better than when he first went solo or even back Yo. in the dip set, you know, era. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly, man. I mean, you know, overall, so far, man, it's been about a good month or two, well, almost two months now of, like, good music dropping consistently. You know what I mean? So I can only imagine what's what's going to come. And you know, people, you know, uh, stay tuned for some more things to um, pop up. But um, real quick, we're going to uh, talk about one of uh, uh, Arye's favorite new shows that is uh, coming up with a new season. I can't get into it just yet. It's, it, it's just too sad for me. It's too depressed for me. <laughs> For me, but um, the uh, the uh, is it called? It's called the Handmaids or Handmaiden. The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's. You know yeah, like, yo, go ahead. the show is raw, fam, and it's like watching the show is like the from the first couple of it's episodes, sad, man. Is like, it's sad, man. Yo, so like it. <laughs> yo, you got so you like the third person that told me that. Like they was like, yo, I gave it like two episodes, it's too much. I can't take it. Dude, listen. Basically, it's this um it's this world. Um it's like present day, but you got these people who come up, these like um you almost kind of they're like a religious cult, you you could say. But they somehow, some way they take over the country and they make women second-class citizens. Like, I mean, they take women all the way back to, like, the 1500s. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can't talk. Y'all, they, they take all y'all rights away, basically. Um, For a reason that hasn't been explained yet in the show, uh, like, most of the women in the world are barren now. Right. They can't have kids. Like, I, they haven't explained why. But what they're doing is they take these women who they find who aren't, I guess, uh, like pure or whatever, and the women who are basically, okay, so not all women are barren, but it's something like maybe only like, say, 2% of the, the population of women can have kids now. So mm-hmm. they pretty much would take these women, and they will make these women who are fertile the handmaid of the house. So in the house, you the dignitary or the governor, you have his wife, who more than likely is barren, and they will get the handmaiden. The handmaiden, you know, helps upkeep the house, but also is forced to have sex with the man of the house to try to produce a child for the family. So the women are pretty much like slaves. Like it's it's crazy. So the first episode, you got like a mom, and she's running from these dudes trying to escape because it's only America that's like this. The whole rest of the world is kind of like free. So she's trying to escape to Canada with her husband to get away from this oppression. They, uh, the husband gets away. They capture the daughter. The mother and the daughter are separated out. And the mother is now a handmaiden who's a slave. And it's basically just her story of trying to escape out the house, trying to get her daughter back because they put her daughter with another family and also trying to, you know, get to freedom to Canada. Like it's, it's a crazy. I don't know who came up with it, man. Like I don't know the creator's name of the show, but 
it's crazy, man. It cra- it's crazy, and it's out there, and it's um, it's dope. Like, yo, give it a few more episodes, G. I'm telling you, you'll get into it. Dude, give it a few more episodes. Listen, if I <laughs> watch this show, with me, <laughs> it will be because of you. You need counseling. Whoa, 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 whoa! It will be because of you. Second, but but firstly, right. if I ever find myself. Just casually trying to watch this show. It, it's it, it's going to be, um, I'm drunk, I'm sad, <laughs> or or I just want to see how how closely this is going to resemble the South or the Southern states in the next years to come. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, hey, you know, sometimes you know, uh, life imitates art. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, I mean, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it, you know, but we know of a certain state that won't let women do abortions. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, it's, it's now deemed a, a, a crime. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, yeah. you know, if I ever want to feel mad at the government, maybe I'll give it a watch. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, <laughs> as you know, I, I heard other people like, you know, singing his praises of his show. It's just when I try to get into it, man, maybe you know my, my mind wasn't wasn't set for it. You know what I mean? But you know, you got you just gotta be yeah, you gotta be ready for it. It's like that movie. Um, did you ever see the movie A Quiet Place? Yeah, with John oh, was it, John Cranston. Man, that was like fam. Rant side note slash rant. Best like horror movie I've ever seen in my life. Or, best. Okay. I, I don't even care. I want, I don't even gotta think about it. Like it was the best. It was it was done in such a meticulous way, and most horror movies in America, well, I guess in general, like they just kind of like throw away movies, like you know what I'm saying? It's a monster, or it's this legend, and it's a curse, blah blah blah. They're done pretty haphazardly. You could tell in a quiet place, everything was meticulous. But I've been meaning to see it again. It's like on Hulu. I've been meaning to see it again for like a year now, and I haven't seen it. Right. Because you gotta you gotta be in a mind place to yeah. especially at the beginning, like you know what I'm saying, when little man gets snatched. So I'm like, oh snap. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I gotta be ready for that. So it's like if you know, I'm just getting off work, it's the weekend, I'm trying right. to feel good, trying to have a drink or two. I'm not trying to watch that, man. That's that's like a, a heavy subject, you know what I'm saying? Trying to protect your family. From these space aliens, they're trying to kill you. You know what I'm saying? You got young kids, like. But it was great, though. I guess kind of like the Handmaid's Tale kind of can go in that category. You gotta, you gotta be mentally ready for it. But it's, it is good. I'm gonna tell you too. I'm. I, I know the movie is is a couple of years old now, but to me, the best experience of watching that movie was in a theater because no lie, like when yes. when when it was dead quiet in the movie, it was dead quiet in the theater. It was like. You know, he was yes. You know, he was right there with the family, being quiet for them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was <laughs> exactly. Yo, like it was, it was so weird, man. Because you, you know, most most movies, you know, somebody's always like, you know, commentary or there's a baby crying or you know, people are like talking at the screen. But this is one of the few movies where you can hear a pin drop. In a moment Literally. where the family, you know, is, as you know, talking in, in sign language or, you know, tiptoeing around the, the, the crib, you know what I mean? But, but yo, hands down, it is one of the better horror movies that I have seen in a long time. 
Southpaw, or right. you know, whatever you want to call it. But to me, hands down, it's, it's, it's still going to be John's Copper Third, the, the thing. For everybody out there that was born after 1990 or, or 2000, you know what I'm saying? Check out, it came out back in the 80s, John Carpenter's The Thing, dog. I'm not going to say much more about it. Let's go watch it. You will like it. <laughs> it's dope. Trust us. I don't, you know, I don't remember that. Ooh, I don't remember the thing. Son. I'm about to check that out, man. Yo, all right, so quick, 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 quick uh, overview. So pretty much, uh, uh, you got a, a team of scientists with a pilot, a pilot, somewhere like in the uh, a South Pole, right? And, and you know they're they're out there doing their research, whatever. Uh, one day, a uh, a uh, man in a helicopter is, is trying to kill a dog, and then they end up killing him, right? They're trying to find out, you know, why is this? Why are these two guys trying? To they end up going to these guys like a research base and they're and, and they're Swedish. And then while they are there, they find a spaceship. So, you know, they're trying to put the pieces together, but this dog that survived is really like an alien. And this alien is able to like mimic people. You know, so it follows the trope of, you know, who do you trust? You know, because the person next to you could be this alien. And then whenever you're you're alone, it may kill you and, and take your place. But the way that it's done, even like because you know, you know, Grand, you know, this this was uh the days before, you know, multi-million dollar CGI effects. So, you know, everything is like practical. You know what I mean? Right. But the story is dope. The uh the the special effects for that time is dope. So anybody that that loves like you know horror sci-fi movies, like I guarantee. Pick this one up. Uh, you might have to go buy it. I don't think it's being streamed nowhere at the moment. You know what I mean? But you know, okay. the, the thing is a, a horror classic. All right, I'm going to have to check that joint out. All right, so we kind of up against the hour mark, man. Um, anything else you want to talk about real quick? Uh, real quick. We... For those, uh, for, for all of my comic book heads out there, uh, if you have the DC Universe app, right now they got a 30-day uh, I guess uh, you know trial, and this is not no ad, but I've been watching Doom Patrol. Yo, yeah, cause we ain't getting paid. It, it, exactly. Yeah. But Doom Patrol, <laughs> I never read the comics. Right, always heard about it, never read it. But this show is so weird that it works. It's good acting. It's good. Uh, it's good dialogue. It's 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 funny, and it's. It's just weird as crap, man. I mean, it's 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 so weird that it works, but it still makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really want to want to go too too deep into it until I finish the entire season. Um, maybe like one episode away, right? Watch it. Go ahead and try. Download the app. Give it a trout. DC Universe. Give us some money. <laughs> but uh. Well, yo, <laughs> hands down. No, seriously. Doom, give us some money. Yeah, the, help, help us out. But um, Doom Patrol, dope show, man. I, I, I hope that this streaming service stays around long enough to make more shows. But, you know, Warner Brothers is, is, is uh, about to like start their own streaming service soon. So who knows, man? This may get wrapped up into that. 
I don't know how much longer DC can stand on, on its own, but if they keep making shows like uh, uh, Doom Patrol, I want to check out a uh, uh, Swamp Thing too, even though that got canceled by the first episode. Oh, for real? Dog, first episode came out, and then like a day or two later, yeah, uh, we're going to cancel Swamp Thing, but you know, we're going to you know uh, show you out the first season. You know what I mean? So I got I got to see it for myself. I know the first episode was uh was done by 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 you know famous director you know uh, James Wan. You know he's he's the one that did Aquaman and the Conjuring series. You know so yeah, Doom Patrol, love it, love it so far. I think y'all would like it too. So yeah, give it a shot. Cool. I'm about to check that joint out. Well. Yo, we want to thank everybody for listening to the first ever Geek Solid podcast. Yo, side note, I got to get one of them Jamaican horns, man. Like, I feel like that would be, like, perfect right now. Man, man, man. Like, yeah. just to randomly do that, Joy. Like, I, I, yo, don't give me one. I'll be doing it all the time. But, um, yo, thanks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, my name is Christopher Arye Quest. You can follow me on Instagram at Arye Quest. You can follow our Geek Salad Instagram page at Geek Salad Studios Presents. It's kind of long. That's what she said. G, you want to <laughs> you want to give Yo. <laughs> give me your social medias, man? That's right. That's right. Uh, this is uh, your boy G, aka Everybody Calls Me G. It's my IG handle. Uh, my my Twitter is going to be uh, 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 Panama Guy at Twitter. Well, yeah, you know, um, you know, you know, going forward, you know, we would love for y'all to spread the word of Geek Salad. You know, we would love for y'all to get uh, involved with our content, with our commentary, any questions, any requests that y'all would love to like, talk about. Let us know through IG, through Twitter. Uh, we're going to make sure to post this up everywhere that you can listen to on the go, in the crib, in the garage, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, once more, I want to thank everybody who was listening, share the word. And yeah, um, you know, hopefully that could be uh, uh, be a part of our family. All right. Okay. Thanks y'all for listening. Let us know in the comments what you want to see us discuss in the future. We got a lot more coming um, in the future. We're just getting started, y'all. Just getting started. This is on the beginning. Again, like I like to say, we having fun, but we ain't playing. Geek salad, no call. Peace. <laughs> All right. One.